Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome again to CDO Magazine's interview series. And today, this is Ed Scott, the CEO of Electrify, and I am super excited to have the opportunity to spend some time with Kirk Ball, uh, a senior data and technology executive from the great firm Giant Eagle. Kirk, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. The C-suite has a very limited attention span. And they have a very limited, and no, no shade to my, my C-suite friends across the world, uh, but, but it is absolutely true. And, uh, and um, they are also uh, have a jaundiced view about tech. They're upset about all of the money they've spent on cloud and consulting firms and software and platforms. And they sort of wondering where the ROI is. They wondered less in a 0% interest rate world. They, Wonder quite a bit in a uh, in a six seven percent uh, interest rate world, and uh, some of us are on the phone or old enough to remember um, a, a world in a market where rates were much e- even much higher than that. So this stuff matters. Kirk's correct. You've got to find a business use case. You've got to be able to walk into the C suite and say, "We did this. We started on this date. We ended on X date." We spent this amount of money. We got this ROI. If you're not able to do that, you will lose the attention, the patience, as Kirk says, of the C-suite, and you will lose credibility within your organization. Spot on. You know, I'll, I'll give you a quick example. We have lots of different work uh, that is using machine learning and, and artificial intelligence that's going on in our merchandising space. We specifically ran two initiatives in parallel. One is about a 10-month initiative, and the other one is about a three- to four-month initiative. We did that in a purposeful manner so that as we were working on the 10- to 12-month initiative, we could deliver something that was of significant value in the space planning uh, area uh, that our organization would see that we delivered. It's adding value. It's improving the way that we manage, you know, the placement of product on shelf and what aisles, et cetera, uh, which is a significant challenge, you know, for, for all retailers. Uh, at the same time now, in parallel, uh, we are working the longer uh, work stream, which is really around price and promotion planning. And what's the optimal uh, at a given store? What's the right uh, price? What's the right promotion for the given customers that shop in that location? But we we ran those uh, solutions in parallel specifically for that purpose, because what we didn't want to do is to say, let's start with price and promotion planning and then let's wait for 12 months. And everybody keeps asking, well, where's the value? So we've demonstrated value. We've gained trust. Their patience is now, it's there. It's it's there much more than it would have been had we just been doing the 12 months. So it's a really good Amen. example of how we purposefully structured work streams uh, that are significantly dependent on data and analytics and machine learning. Uh, but we demonstrated value quickly and we'll demonstrate value now a little bit of a longer term. And now subsequently to getting space planning done, we're starting on assortment planning uh, as well in parallel with price and promotion. So that's can I, can I back can I back up from there because I want to take uh, I want to take our uh, our viewers and listeners into uh, practical machine learning uh, use cases so they can get something begin to get the creative juices flowing and think about it. So we talk about promotion and demand planning and and uh, and and so on, but let's back up from that because it seems to me 
that uh, before you can really do any of that or be as effective as you want to be on that, you have to segment your customers and really sort of understand who your customers are, you know, that walk into the, the stores. And you guys have, you know, I've, you know, a few different uh, uh, types of platforms in which to engage with, uh, right. you know, uh, with your customers, the biggest of which, of course, are probably online and then, you know, physically and in the in in the various the various types of formats, but take a step back and can you tell us how how you're using machine learning to understand segment your your uh, your, your customers so that you can engage with them without giving away the the shop obviously and, and secrets. Yeah, look, you're you're spot on. What we're trying to do is to make what drives what are the right prices and the right promotion and the right uh, category assortment of products that we should put in a given store. We don't want to just do that chain wide. So if, if we have 250 grocery stores, they're spread, they go from Maryland to Indiana. There are different buying patterns and different buying preferences, certainly from state to state and from town to town and city to no city. Question. No right? question. Right. So understanding your customer base and what their preferences are and what their patterns are, uh, that is significantly impactful then to take that information and those, those uh, segments. Uh, into the machine learning capability that's now helping you do your price uh, planning and your promotion planning. It is the context within which we do the promotion planning and the price planning. If you don't have that context of the taste and preferences and buying habits of your customers in the different segments, whether they're value or mid-tier or premium, um, and those change store to store, uh, even within a given region, if you don't have that context, then the machine learning work that you're going to do is going to be useless. You're not going to come out with the right answer. So that segmentation is a foundation upon which and the context within which then we do that price and promotion planning, um, you know, along with some other factors. You know, what kind of promotions are CPGs willing to give? Uh, what time of year is it? Right. And there are a number of other factors, but those are a couple of examples. But that segmentation is massively important to, to identifying for a given store. What's the right price on this item versus that same item at another store that's five miles down the road or 10 miles down the road? It's, you incredible. know, and, 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 and you know, for our friends and, and viewers and listeners around the world, this customer segmentation, understanding your customer is gold. Look, we live in a we live in a, you know, uh, double digit. Some people say 10%, some people say more, some people say a little bit less, inflationary environment, it's impacting every family. It's impacting, it's impacting every one of us. You know, we see it in the price of eggs, we see it in the price of milk, whatever the issue is. The last thing, please folks, listen to this, what Kirk is saying, the last thing that the giant wants is for their customers to make their way down into, you know, one of the hyper, you know, the hypermarkets, I'll just leave it at that, and, uh, you know, and travel 20 miles, because they're because those guys understand the customer better, they've segmented, they've connected, they've promoted better. So this is vital to be able to, to do this, to hang on to those customers, because today, if I'm a CEO, I want to wring more out of my existing customers than troll around for for for, for new ones, uh, because if my customers know that I'm really going that extra mile for them, that I understand them, that I connect with them, yeah, you're going to keep them in that ecosystem, no doubt. Am I wrong? You couldn't be you couldn't be more spot on. Understanding your and, and the journey that your customers where where in their life's journey are your customers, right? How is their family changing? Can you detect if there's a pattern that their job situation has changed? Can you detect if they're, they're, uh, they've moved into town? You didn't have this customer before, right? So 
As much as you, you there are there are literally hundreds of attributes around a customer that if you can start to understand those, you can not only anticipate what they're going to be buying uh, this week, you can anticipate what they might be buying in the next six to eight months. And therefore, then that also serves as insights into what prices, what promotions you should be running and what seasonal uh, what season of the year that things are based upon their preferences and tastes and how their buying patterns fit into those seasons, right? It's just it, it's just the attribution around customers and allowing you insight into customers' behavior is massively important. Then, as you go to do things like assortment planning, or you do price planning, or you do promotion planning. So I want to I want to drill this home, you know, for for folks. You know, we live in two worlds in 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 America. It seems to me we live in the world where the you know, the NASDAQ and the S&P are up here. And then we live in the world where a lot of people are going paycheck to paycheck. And uh, and truly understanding your customer, delivering value to them is the key to holding on to them. That's how you build that loyalty. You don't learn anything about people in good times. You learn about them in bad times. And and these brands that stand by their people and really are using the data to understand and help make their lives a little bit better, it's gold. You have, the, you have these folks forever. But let's talk about um, uh, something that you, a nugget that you just dropped uh, in in the snow there, uh, which was being able to identify the signal amidst, you know, all these companies have so much data, right? So much data, structured, unstructured, what what whatever it is. How are you guys thinking about extracting that signal to understand uh, who your customer is? Can you share a little bit about that with us? And then we'll go into a little bit about pricing and promotion, which is, a, I think, a fascinating area. But maybe start with that. How do we get that signal? Yeah, look, I think we have a number of ways that we listen to the signal. We look at what rings out at the point of sale. We do uh, customer pulse surveys. Uh, we look at specific households and understand their buying patterns in given times. We reflect them back on what price and promotion uh, activities we had going on at the time. And that starts to give us much more insight into the customer. Look, at the end of the day, Giant Eagle cares deeply about its customers. We exist to serve our customers and to help them maximize the value that they get uh, from shopping uh, in our different formats, whether it's pharmacy, whether it's convenience, whether it's fuel, whether it's supermarket or whether it's market district. All the formats. That's right. The whole reason that we exist is to understand how we can add value to them. And so we have a number of different, we look at, uh, is this customer a pharmacy customer? Are they a supermarket customer? Are they a convenience customer? Are they a fuel customer? And how can we drive and leverage uh, our different formats to create a loyalty program and that engages them across all of those formats, not just one of the four, but all of them. Uh, so making sure we're understanding how they interact with Giant Eagle, whether it's in any of those four physical formats, whether it's digitally, uh, what do they put in their cart? What's the frequency that they put in their cart? And, and basically creating a, an interaction profile, for lack of better terminology, so that we deeply understand our, our customers and the households in which those customers live. And then, Phenomenal. Phenomenal. We can, and then we can really start to connect with them with personalized offers and personalized promotions. Look, when I so get, let's talk, let's talk about that. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people chat about it, right? But it's very difficult to put into, you know, into practice, you know, and it starts with the segmentation and finding those weak signals and so forth that Kirk has, has uh, dutifully laid out here beautifully, actually. But 
let's let's start talking about how do you connect those dots to you know what Kirk likes, what Ed likes, what how do you how do you do that? Can you help our 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 viewers and listeners? Sure, we had a series of technologies that sit behind the scenes that uh, work to take the data, ingest the data, take the different signals, uh, and combine those uh, signals, and then drive recommendations from a personalized uh, perspective on what are the right offers personalized to this particular household. Uh, that personalization uh, objective is something that I think everybody is chasing. Look, when I get uh, in the past, in the old days, you used to get kind of this, uh, you get this uh, flyer with just tons of coupons, about 95% of which you didn't buy those products. And you had to sit through and figure out which ones you, you were going to use and which ones you weren't. When you get a personalized set of offers, whether those are digital offers uh, or whether those are mailers or whatever they might be, it helps that customer understand one, that the company cares about them. Two, the company understands uh, them and their purchase patterns. And it helps them understand that the company is trying to maximize the value that they get from the price and promotion offers that we have. We're trying to make sure we're targeting and giving them what's most valuable for them. And that drives- So how do you measure success? Can you share with the viewers and listeners, how, how, are you, how are you succeeding? When you walk into the CEO's office, can you walk in and say, this is working and how do you know? Yeah, we know, but we know by household, we know down to the household, what, uh, what's the volume of uh, loyalty interaction and loyal, where, where they stand in terms of the points that they've consumed uh, in our loyalty program. And we then start to categorize by super loyal, premium loyal, uh, mid-tier loyal, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, so we can tell specifically, uh, it ultimately it results in um, what people buy from you, the frequency in which they buy, the size of the basket, um, and what they might say on social media, right? So there's a number no of yeah, but at the end of the day, we understand that's 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 what we measure to understand the impact of our prices and our promotions and our listening to the customer and our targeted personalization. It's I got it's, a fun, I got a fun question for you. Yeah, have you have you have you have you uh, deployed any edge computing where I might walk into a store in Indiana and and you might know you know something about me, uh, you know, male, whatever, and begin to, you know, uh, shoot some products at me based upon my history, you know, and, and you know that I'm there and I, I'm in that store. And, uh, and, and, and can you shoot me something or have you guys thought about that, that you can shoot me something for, uh, you know, shampoo or, well, maybe not my case, but, you know, uh, uh, other, other things uh, that can be very personalized and very productive. Have you guys gone down that level? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. The first thing I'll talk about and then I'll answer your question is the moment of truth for each household is different. And that moment of truth is when they decide what product they're going to buy, whether it's the moment of truth is standing looking at the shelf, whether the moment of truth is digitally interacting and looking online at what you have and taking something and putting in the basket whether it's looking at the personalized offers and saying, I'm going to use that when I get to store. So making sure that we understand and, and are um, signaling value to our customer at all the different moments of truth that they have. And, and a moment of truth is when they make the decision what they're going to buy and where they're going to and when they're going to buy it at our store. Back to your point, uh, 
as it relates to in-store, yes, we are doing things. We do messaging, personalized messaging at point of sale. Uh, we do personalized messaging uh, in your on your mobile device as well. And there's lots of other things that we're thinking about. Uh, I'll hold that for now. But there, you know, I think I'll give you more of a generic statement. I think this prospect of being able to animate inanimate objects in a store uh, and create an immersive experience um, is going to be really impactful as soon as we can get to a situation where I'm hands-free and I can, I can have those inanimate objects through augmented reality speak to me uh, through a visual cue, whether it's glasses or contact lenses. Once I can do that and I don't have to hold my phone up as I'm walking around the store looking, right, uh, where I can do that hands-free, I think that's going to be the next generation of creating an immersive experience in store that actually uh, creates a differentiating experience. I'm sensing a little edge computing and not wanting to go back and process in the cloud and pay all that, all that stuff. So you I, I love, your, your, love bandwidth, your bandwidth can't afford that. You can bandwidth can't afford it. it. It's just as simple. It's as simple as that. Yep. Kirk, I want to thank you. And uh, I hope that our viewers around the world, our listeners, uh, we'll go back and reflect on this and maybe view it a couple of times and, and and listen to what Kirk is saying about how to be successful, how to drive data, how to how to get value, business value out of the data, because that's what's going to matter in uh, in the world going forward, the complicated world that, that we're in today. And I think it is just incredible advice. Thanks, Ed. It was uh, you did a great job. and It was a pleasure to spend some time with you. Thank you. You're most welcome.